Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. The following episode contains spoilers. Hello everyone and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. How are you doing today, Ben? I'm doing pretty fucking good, man. Doing pretty fucking right. good. Had a snow day. Ooh. Woke up in a blizzard, so it was literally working from home, which meant I got to cuddle my dog all day. Wait, you had a relapse? Huh? Snow day? No. Oh, okay, so it was actually snowing. That's a blow day, and I'm saving oh. that for my 60th. <laughs> I'm a relapse hard when I'm when I turn sixty. That's that's my cutoff point. You're gonna wait for your heart to get weak before you really just one hundred percent dig back yeah. into the accelerants. Hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. The second that I'm the second that I'm scared mm. that I'm getting too close to the point of I can't wipe my own asshole. Relapse, mm. oh, dude. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna have a relapse party. That's how good okay. it's gonna be. Uh, okay. Yeah. So do you know what that you've done there is? You've gone this fast living lifestyle. Mm-hmm. is really hard on my heart, but my heart's yeah. kept pace. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give it a rest for a couple of decades so I mm-hmm. can sneak back up on my heart. Yep. And so just when it's can't, it's forgotten all about this and it's lost all training. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. No tolerance, no nothing. Just boom. Guess who's got quarter ounce of cocaine in their blood system <laughs> boom i do i do get you though i do get you though i do feel like when i'm in a care home mm-hmm. uh, that's the time to get back into class a's because i can shit myself 100%. and i'm keeping somebody employed yeah i've got nothing better to do i'm going to get into massively multiplayer online rpgs yeah and heroin 100 percent i just do be, that sounds fucking just be like, tell you what, wherever you're checking into that fucking resort <laughs> let me in man yeah yeah because yeah. you don't have to take bathroom breaks and raids man because literally somebody's job is to clean me up. So I can just be like, yeah. I am. I will DPS the shit out of this. And you see, Rob, it's that kind of mentality that keeps people, it keeps the, the economy moving. You know what I mean? Exactly. We're, we're job providers at that point. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, world. I've soiled myself again. Anyway, now that we've mm. planned out the relapse party and how we're going to defecate all over ourselves to keep people employed, how are you, sir? I'm, I'm on the mend. So uh, between episodes, I decided to fit in uh, uh, just a brief six-day norovirus. Oh, okay. Uh, no one in quite the opposite. Direction. Quite the yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You unleashed. Uh, I unleashed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I turned myself into a soup shotgun. Yeah. Um, You're like one of those tidal wave things on a, on a yacht. Not a yacht. Yeah. What are they called? Full of knobheads. Cruises. You're on a cruise. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. If you like cruises, I'm not sorry. You like Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, you got me there, sir. I yeah, fucking love that exactly. tiny little man. I love, love to that cruise tiny on little Tom. man so much. I've seen that... you cru- cruising for Tom outside the LDS church. No, Dude, no, wait, the... sorry, Scientology. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, Jesus. Christ of Latter-day Saints. The second that that man starts selling branded lifts for shoes... Mm-hmm. It's the second that my bank account is emptied because I will buy so many to support that tiny, tiny. You're man. already tall. You'd just be a tall, taller Ben. Yeah, I'm not Tom Cruise tall because I don't have lifts. I could get lifts, but they're not Tom Cruise lifts, so I don't give a shit. I prefer Schindler's lifts or Otis lifts. <laughs> I'm, I've stopped myself there because it's there's a, few, there's a couple jokes that came to mind, mm. but I don't feel like getting cancelled today because today, Rob. We are doing 
Jeff Bainer's Spin Me Round, and I'm a little fucking sad, man. Because it's the last, it's the last Jeff Bainer for now. It's 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 the end of Bain. It's it's Bainergeddon. Yeah, until he like does another one. Yeah, if he finds the funding. Hey, do you want to do you want to fund my film? My last six disappeared. He's married to Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, true. and like writes and produces with Alison Brie. Yeah, they're yeah. never gonna and Dave Franco. They're never gonna run out of money. They he can could literally, literally just he could make fund whatever the next... fucking exactly whatever movie he wants to do. They just <laughs> sort of like, hey, buddy, you want to make a fucking movie about whaling? Sure, done. Mm. If they have a struggle for money, she could just sell some socks online for like a couple of million to the bizarre hordes of internet thirst boys that seem to follow Aubrey Plaza around. Like she's mm. all right. I, I get that she's all right, but I don't understand the level of thirst that's shown specifically to Aubrey Plaza. Like, at a certain point, you must be uncomfortable as a human. It's it's like the mean streak thing, in it? Yeah, maybe. And I think everyone's a lot braver behind a keyboard. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. You get a lot of, like, keyboard warriors, keyboard simps, but then in real life, they'll, they'd, like, pass Aubrey Plaza in a street. They would cross and, the street. They would cross the oh, street. Oh, they're 100%. Like, <laughs> they, would, they would move. They would part like the fucking Red Sea, man. They would be, they would be gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's in this. Aubrey Plaza's in this with Alison Brie. Uh, spin Me Round, Ben. What's it about? Spin Me Round, Rob, is Jeff Boehner's final film to date. But hopefully we get something very soon. It's Pretty about uh, Amber, played by Alison Brie, the manager of a restaurant chain in Bakersfield, California. It's like a... Let's say a nondescript American-based Italian food place. So we can all yeah. draw our own conclusions to what this is referencing. It's called Tuscan Grove, yeah. But yeah. it's it's not Bolive Barden. Yes. Because <laughs> that's based in Bolivia. Indeed, yeah. So Amber wins an all-expenses trip to the franchise's educational immersion program in Pizza, Italy. As well as the chance to meet the chain's wealthy and charismatic owner, Nick. Mm-hmm. However she finds a different adventure than the one she imagined. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a, a semi-fair sum-up. I think I think that's a very spoiler-free sum-up because very if spoiler-free I read that sum-up. and then went and watched this film, I would be like, lies! So that's exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and we will find out that that's probably a good 75% of why, although I did enjoy this film, uh-huh. It was problematic for me because I knew it would be Amber going on this trip and f- beginning to be romanced by the CEO Nick, played by mm-hmm. Alessandro Nivola, fucking uh, beautiful person, is, beautiful is a, human, is a is a sort of major pillar of this film, yes. but it then subverts that and begins to spook you out, mm-hmm. right? And it then becomes, is this actually, is she actually in danger? Is this a mystery <laughs> film? Is it a ring? Right. Is it like a kidnapping ring? Is it a murder porn thing? Yeah. Um, and at no point does it let you in on which one it's going to be. It then adds more genres to the mixing pot. Yeah. And on the first watch. Tell me I about did... your first watch, because oh, for the benefit of the listener. Mm. We had a text conversation during your first watch, and it was probably my favourite. Yeah, I was a little bit worse for wear. I'd... Worse for wear? I was a, I'd had an edible <laughs> or two, and it was I'd had an edible or two, and it was one of the first. <laughs> worse for wear. Off your tits was another way of putting that one. Yeah, and I've got to say, <laughs> I was marvelling at how resolutely 
this film was refusing to be any sort of genre yeah. whatsoever. The text conversation that we had whilst you were watching this film was fantastic, by the way, because it was <laughs> really? it was probably one of my highlights of 2023. Right. It goes, Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Rob's WhatsApp conversation whilst watching this <laughs> film. Um, possibility of Tom Cruise lifts. <laughs> the text conversation, there's some of the shit that you were texting me that was just in all caps, mm-hmm. misspelt, and mm-hmm. erratic. Was yes. Ben... What genre of fucking film is this? I don't know what's happening. This is funny, but am I supposed to be laughing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's because it because every character yeah. is on their sort of self-obsessed journey. It's it's a team of managers, right? Yes. And they've all won the opportunity to be on this sort of management. It's a part treat, part training exercise. It's like you go and meet the, sh- the head yeah. chef in charge of the menu. They teach yeah. you like bits about the company. And it's, yeah, it's billed as this sort of amazing picturesque getaway. Yeah. But then when they, uh, when, and as soon as they get there, they get their passports confiscated by the, the course leader. They Craig. drive up Craig, who's incredible so, character incredible character and i'll come back to don't let me forget no no come no. back to craig oh i um, always come back to craig come back to craig um ah, craig. <laughs> <laughs> he confiscates their passports they're not staying at the picturesque tuscan grove that no, the company no, no. is named after they're staying in the sort of red brick dog shit <laughs> hotel <laughs> three star hotel down the road oh three would be generous her door doesn't lock. She immediately yeah. <laughs> gets to her room, looks out the window, and the course leader is filming one of the maids empty the bins on like mm-hmm. a VHS camera. Shit yeah. gets dark real quick, right? Yeah, it's super fucking weird. And you sort of sat there. It's an odd one because, like you said, on the first watch, it's billed as a satire of rom-coms. Yes. But then it gets so uh, dark. Yes. And then other character, you've got another character... Should we talk about Deb? Deb is played by Molly Shannon. She is possibly the greatest fucking character. In this movie, the second greatest character to exist because she is unhinged horrendously, but but not at first. Yeah, we first meet her when Amber gets off the plane. She she finds the minivan driving them to Tuscan Grove and she meets Craig, the course leader, and just ahead of her is Deb, who's lost her luggage. And she's like, it's had really important things in it. Oh, she's, she's so really sad. bummed out. She's yeah, bummed she's out. She's proper on a downer, bless her. She seems like a really sweet, genuine woman. And she's like, you know, I yeah. this is going to ruin my fucking trip. And Amber's like, don't, yeah. don't worry, babe. You know, I got you. I've overpacked. Yeah, I'll lend you clothes. And then progressively throughout the movie, we see just how unstable, socially yeah. awkward, and how how she has zero fucking clues yeah. On social cues or boundaries. She's sort of looking to find herself. She's out there to live yeah. her best life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's become apparent, it's become apparent that she definitely had some medication in There's her There's 100% missing. medication missing <laughs> in that suitcase. And she just ends up super unhinged. So you've got mm. Deb. You've got um, Dana, who's like a massive nerd about the company. He Fucking knows the name of the Dana. head chef. He knows everything. He knows how many locations they have and how many states, all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's expecting this to be the best trip of his life. A hundred percent. And when it turns out not to be, rather than go like, oh, I've been ripped off. He's like, there must be something going on here. <laughs> right. All the, all the women are getting all this attention and I'm getting yeah. nothing. People are, uh, people are like leaving early yeah. and not showing up to days and everyone else seems fine with it, but I'm mm. not fine with it because I'm here yeah. watching 
these fucking Holocaust movies just because yeah, they have yeah. Italian actors in them. <laughs> <laughs> so Dana's like Dana's the source of the mystery uh, paranoia, the sort of paranoia that mm-hmm. comes about in the film. You've got Jen, who's like a lovely idiot. Oh, um, she's fucking fantastic. Jen is like part of the comic yeah, relief. Yeah, but she's completely oblivious to any sort of mystery or any like when the sea when the <laughs> she's, she's oblivious to everything. She is. But she like, has a passport taken from her like immediately after landing in Italy, and, and she like, celebrates the fact we're being kidnapped. Yeah. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's again it's very sweet and endearing, yeah. but in the scenario that it's set in, very unsettling. Yeah, and so the C- <laughs> yeah. the CEO. Uh, is a very charming, very attractive guy, and he meets Amber, our lovelorn Alison Brie played character, and starts like inviting her onto his yacht and all this sort of stuff, and paying huge amounts mm. of attention to her. Mm-hmm. And then, which is obviously feeding her whole idea of I'm going to go to Italy and fall in love, and it's going to be magical and yeah. whimsical. So he's he's sort of like the main antagonist, although he does nothing wrong. Essentially, he's the main like is he? He does nothing wrong at all. Yeah. Like he's in no way the bad person here. No one, no mm. one in this movie is a bad person. Like no yeah. one's the villain. No one's the hero. Nick explicitly explains, yeah, in in detail about his love of group sex, yeah. how being in an orgy uh, helped him get through the death of his sister. Mm. But at the moment that he was explaining this, yeah. Amber is so caught up in her Italian romance and falling mm. in love that it's all slow motion and wishy-washy. Yeah, soft focus. She's watching watching his lips move. And she's not listening to the words. She's just watching his limbs and his mm. face. And she's like, oh my God, I can feel myself falling in love. And then when she snaps too, he's like, would that be something that you're into? He's like, uh, uh. Uh, yeah, painstakingly going through group yeah. sex, like explaining what he's up to. So he's not a bad guy. Yeah, he's just a sort of seedy, weird guy. Yeah, which is fine. Which is fine. And on rewatch, that yeah. makes a lot more sense. But the first watch, right? It's it's keying you for this is a, a rom com or this is a sort mm-hmm. of romance film. Exactly. Then it brings in, oh, but it's a mystery, this, that, and the other. <laughs> yeah, that's then it. it brings in, oh, it's a comedy about disappointment and, and you know, mm-hmm. everyone wants their own thing. And then the, yep. the punchline is, is oh, it's just a big orgy all along. And yeah. it, it, you can see why on my first watch I found that underwhelming, right? Massively so. Because yeah, I, I, I knew that this yeah. wasn't going to sit well with you for that exact reason. Because I feel like you've 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 given me these expectations, right? I didn't start this film I being really like... struggled to not say anything about this because I genuinely get excited recommending this film to people because of how weird it is. Yes. The first watch through is you miss so much stuff on the first watch through. I didn't get 90% of the jokes. Yeah, see, but I guarantee you Second time through, mm. the setup to the jokes that are in the first five, ten minutes of the film, but then don't land until okay, the like, last five minutes of like the film. Like what? Okay. Uh, the When they're sitting in the circle introducing themselves, yeah. and they, they, they say their name, where they're from, and then they give themselves a fun little fact, yeah. right? Jen. The lovely idiot. <laughs> lovely idiot, ditzy, happy-go-lucky, oblivious Jen says that her fun fact <laughs> is that she was a twin, mm. but in utero, her sister died. You know, like when yeah, sometimes yeah. there's twins and then yeah, one twin eats each the other. other. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, absorb. Yeah, not eat. It's <laughs> not, not like eat. a fucking <laughs> sit down dinner. <laughs> Manja. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so the twin was, <laughs> her twin sister was absorbed into her mm. and that was, that was her fun fact. Yeah. Right? 
And there is a moment at the end of the movie where they're all sitting in a trust circle again, playing mafia. And this is after everything's blown up between Amber. Oh, Amber's yeah. accusing him of Am- stuff. Dana's accusing Amber, him of like, yeah. Amber confronts the the main love interest, yeah. Nick, uh, with all her evidence, and Dana confronts with all his evidence of like, there's something fishy yeah. going on here. And rather yeah, yeah, than yeah. rather than admit that he's basically using his management program as an audition process for the orgy that he's going to have later, <laughs> yep. he decides to go heavy sincere into like, yeah. how dare you accuse me? Uh, like, I'm doing this for like, have you? And yeah. he, he goes way over but, the top into this emotional, like on his knees crying, but no, no tears are coming out. So it's very clearly it, a performance. And he's like, have you ever held the hand of your sister as she's dying? And then Jen leans in with all the sincerity in the world, hand on his leg and just went, I have. And it's the sweetest thing that if you don't remember her fun fact from an hour ago, makes no sense. Yeah. And it's just sort of like, what the fuck are you even talking about, Jen? But watch it again now. And it is, that is probably one of the funniest things yeah. that I noticed. I only noticed that on my second or my third watch through. And, and it then, was yeah. literally, I was crying. I was crying. There's tons of little things like that, man. What I love about Jeff Boehner, and one of the reasons I'm so glad you've introduced him to me, is uh, he works in subtlety, and he works in normality, and he works in the Mm -hmm. the mundaneness of life, right? It's not not extraordinary circumstances uh, with no consequence. It's ordinary circumstances. And here's here's where I struggle sometimes with Boehner, is I think... He tries to be too clever be- okay. before guaranteeing that the audience is going to have a good time, right? So I'll disagree, but I see where no, you're yeah. coming from. As in, yeah. like, he wants to make a film that's just about the normal things that happen in life, right? Normal people, yes. normal things. Yes. He then wants all the comedy to be based on callbacks that you have to be paying incredible attention to. Only in this film... No, in quite a few of the films. Life After Beth, that's pretty funny all the way through. It is, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that lands, like... There's a lot of stuff that lands, but that's a much more straight-up, like, comedy comedy. As he's gone on, and then with this one, to try and mix this many genres, it's like, the ambition is huge. And I feel like you've got to make... You've got to guarantee your film is enjoyable enough and carry those things off. And for you, obviously, it was. But I think for me... I get you. If I've got to watch something four times to find it funny, it's right. incredibly clever of you to do that. But I'd like to have found it funny on the first time. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know? Do you, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I think this is where me and you differ. Like, yeah. I adore the rewatchability. Yes. Like, I fucking love that. There's something in my brain. I it's do like a, too, but I if I don't enjoy that first watch, why would I rewatch? So the first watch for me was the whole movie yeah. was the mystery. Yes. So it wasn't the story that was happening. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the events that were happening in the film. It was the film itself, which I found really interesting. Which is exactly why my WhatsApp exchange with you was like, Ben, what the fuck yeah. is this film? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? This is what I loved yeah. about it. What you went through is what I went yeah. through. And I fucking loved every second of it because it was like, it was like, Mills and Boone, mm. like a Mills and Boone book and a Sherlock Holmes book mm. had been dropped. The pages had scattered everywhere. They'd scooped them all up in a random order, mm. put them together. And you were flicking through and it was half rom-com, half like middle-aged, reedy, wordy mm-hmm. porn. And then <laughs> like mystery conspiracy. You're poisoning these women. Yeah, yeah. 
which was fucking hilarious to me. But then when you go back and watch it on the second time, mm. you start picking up on the little subtle nuances that are yeah. coming in, and you start paying attention to the little details. And I, th- but but what I found difficult was if that first mm-hmm. watch is gonna be mm-hmm. me as the as the viewer marveling at what the fuck is this film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be catching the jokes. I'm not going to be catching the depth of the sort of feeling of the characters. I'm going to be just be sat there going, like you say, the mystery is the film itself. Yeah. You're there trying to figure out. So how are you going to resolve that mystery, right? And so when we talked about... Watch um, the film. When, no, <laughs> as in like, how is the person... Make, how is Jeff Boehner going to resolve that for us, right? Right, I just had an idea of you getting halfway through and just hitting pause on the Blu-ray and going, well, I've got no fucking clue where this is going and just winging it out of the window. <laughs> Still in like the in the Blu-ray player. Yeah, yeah, though. Like, yeah. You haven't bothered taking it out. Like no, no, It's got no. to you that much yeah, yeah. that the whole Blu-ray player is just out the window. This is ruined now. I can never use yeah. this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just never going to feel clean. <laughs> Tainted! And it just goes out. That's wonderful. So as a filmmaker though, right, you're going to go, right, the audience, when they watch this in the cinema... That fuck home mm-hmm. video like that you're not even got to a rewatch yet you're going people are going to come to the cinema and watch this film and i want yeah. them to to be in the cinema and i want them to be marveling and having no clue what the fuck they're watching and or then and then i want and, to have a fun time and then i'm going to resolve it <laughs> i'm going to resolve it with oh actually it was none of those things that i i got you worked up about it being yeah. Everything was just normal there's yeah. no such thing as mystery there's no such thing as romance it's just people being people now on an intellectual level, I can appreciate that he's right. Do you not think that's a great fucking message, though? Like, it it doesn't have to be all, like, Jason Statham and explosions and shit. Yeah. It's just sort of like, look, every day yeah. is a fucking whimsical miracle uh-huh. that is an, an insane mystery and, like, an incredible mathematical mm-hmm. probability that you are here experiencing this, Yeah, waiting for a bus as a bit of litter rolls in front of you in a gutter. That's like he. That's where he takes the inspiration from, right? Like I say, on I on an intellectual shit. level, it's to be it's to be applauded that like he's shining yeah. a light on those tiny things. But if you've got mm. Fast and the Furious, which is incredibly huge Ugh. events with fuck all consequence, or Marvel, incredibly Ugh. huge events with fuck all consequence, right? Marvel used to have consequence though until yeah. they undid everything with a fucking multiverse and yeah. took away any sort of stakes whatsoever. Oh no, Iron Man's dead. Guess what? Yeah. There's a million fucking infinite universes out there. Most of them will have a fucking Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Ever just gets bored every now and then. Uh, you're right, bud. Yeah, can I come back as Iron Man? Yeah, sure. Yeah. We've got infinite universes now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can just undo everything that yeah, everyone yeah. was invested in for decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eat a dick. Sorry. Marvel, for instance, they've got the big explosions. <laughs> they've, they've got they've got huge events, tiny consequences. Then you've got something like um all quiet on the Western Front. Tiny events with huge consequences. Let's go get a goose. World War One, I, I wouldn't really call a fucking tiny event, Rob. I'm talking about the it's events a, in the World film. World War. Oh. The events what, like tanks and flamethrowers and I'm talking about the, gouging the, each other's eyeballs. The choice out. the choice to go and get a goose ends up with your best friend not making it home. Oh, okay. Oh, I see your point now. See, I got lost on a trailer. I was like, are you yeah, trying yeah. to like undermine war here? Are we going to get beat up by veterans as we walk down the street now? <laughs> what I'm enjoying <laughs> is that my point relies on three sentences and so far you've interrupted two out of three of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going for all three, mate. I'm going to I'm going to hit the trifecta. You've got big budget movies with massive events and fuck all consequence mm-hmm. you've got mm-hmm. drama cinema movies with tiny events with massive consequence yeah jeff Boehner tr- in this film has tiny mm-hmm. events 
yes. that then have tiny consequences. And yes. that can be difficult to give a shit about when you leave the cinema, as it were, yeah. when you also haven't known what the fuck you were watching the entire time. Okay. I see. I know exactly where you're coming from. Uh, I, this is why I thought you were going to have trouble with this. Yeah. I, for me, this is a, it's a character study. Right, the human condition. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. this is all this is what I love about it. The 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 film plot and the the way that it moves through the pacing is fucking wonderful. But for me it's just pure character development because we mm. all know these characters. Like these yeah. aren't over the top exaggerated caricatures no, of, they're like of us. people. Dude. <laughs> there are characters in this film, right, that we can relate to. And there is one person in this film that when I watched it for the first time I went Rob. I fucking knew this would come up. Like, went, right, fuck Rob. you, fuck you. Because as I was watching this, regardless of how out of my fucking mm-hmm. mind I was on mm-hmm. whatever I may or may not have had to eat, and secondly, sure. what the fuck is this film? I saw this mm-hmm. character and immediately yeah. knew that in an episode about this film, you would accuse me of being him. Do you want to know why I knew that entire scenario before even getting into this section, Rob? It's because you have purposefully said nothing about this character all episode <laughs> right up until now in the hopes that it wouldn't be brought to light but rob i've got a game for you mm. it's called who am i so i'm going to ask you a question mm. of rob who am i in this film and you are going to ask me a question rob who am i in this film would you like to go first or would you like to go second no you can go first because you're 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 gonna ex- tell me who i am so that you can <laughs> see mean so that you can see mean and i can this make- isn't mean Okay, there's a character called Fran mm. in this movie. Self-obsessed. He is my my. He is very self-obsessed. He's Vain, hipster as fuck. Hipster. He's pretentious. He lacks self-awareness. <laughs> Thinks he's right, the best thing ever. This does seem really mean. He really does. This does seem really mean. But completely unfuckable. He's my favorite person in this film. Okay. But wildly unfuckable. But that's yeah. only but that's only because of his personality and physical appearance. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um. Uh, Tim Heidecker, he's totally fuckable. Are you being serious? You've Fran's not the funniest him. fucking character. But uh, God, give me any, give me a sliver of a chance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fran is the funniest person in this film for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. But he's so sincere and sweet mm. and sort of childlike and just wants to be the best version of himself to mm. help the other people there. But he's so fucking clueless <laughs> that he's just grating on everyone. Yeah. And it's but everyone knows that his intentions, like his heart's yeah, in the yeah, right yeah, place. Yeah. So it's not like a ah, you're a dick, look at this guy. No. There's none of that stuff. Okay. Everyone's sort of really nice with each other. You're Fran. You're my Fran. <laughs> mm. Because I cook a, and he's a chef. You cook and he's a chef. <laughs> but he also does all the sort of like, oh, I need to bloom my gelatin. Do you have any nitrous oxide? Yeah, he's no? interrupted okay. the head chef's presentation where she's literally got a trolley. Exactly what you would do. Fuck off, would I? Literally, scene for scene, I reckon me and you could go to a cooking class. Mm. I want us to go to an Italian cooking class. Just one. <laughs> just one. So we can go learn to cook a bolognese. Guarantee you'll end up Tim Heidecker in that place. I guarantee that I already know how to cook bolognese, Ben. <laughs> yeah, but what, what wine do you use, though? You don't put wine in a bolognese. False. According to Tuscan Grove Immersion Program. Tuscan Grove Immersion Program. <laughs> Tuscan Grove. Tuscan Grove. Yeah. The film opens with them mass-producing their Alfredo sauce, 
which is then put into that a made plastic me feel physically bag. Sick. That made me feel but sick. But I tell you what, don't it's... distract from my game, Rob. But just to... oh, <laughs> you've got me in a corner here, Ben. I can't interrupt you, otherwise I'm Fran. <laughs> oh god, this is such a W for me. It's incredible. Um, but Fran's my favorite character. I love you mm. very dearly. Thank you. I love Fran very dearly. Thank you. I'll try and not. But I also them. probably haven't heard of your favorite pasta because you're so well versed in foods. Who am I in this movie, Rob? You're Jen, the lovable idiot. <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> I love that so just, much. Just <laughs> trying to explain. Just happy to be there. Happy to be there, but understands be nothing. There. Yeah. Yeah, just has no fucking clue mm. what's going on. Just having a great time. Just fucking going with the flow. Every day that comes along, you take it as it is. Yeah. Oh, God, that's made me feel so good. That should that should make me feel worse about you being Fran, but I'm just going to I'm gonna mm. be honest with you, Rob. It's made me feel better. Good. <laughs> it's made good. me feel better about it. Good. Any sort of guilt is now lifted. <laughs> what did you get out of this? Like, what's okay, the, what's so the you, positives that you got out of this? Okay, so bear with me. This is going to... This is going to... Sound like an insult, but it's not. Life after Beth was a was a corner shop sandwich, right? Oh God, yeah. The little hours, okay. were, the little hours was rice cakes in that it was Fucking technically rice food. Cakes, so offensive. <laughs> technically food. There's a there's a dish that the head chef talks about. She's talking about all the seasonings they use in bolognese. In, yeah. <laughs> was that I related? Can't do Italian was that related to anything, or was that just the Tourette's? Yeah, flare she's up? talking about a dish. It's <laughs> <laughs> just randomly in the middle of my sentence you Sorry. had to shout Polynesian like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with a hand movement though, so you know it's on an audio platform. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm doing it for you. Thank you, Doc. Fran, it's for you. Thank you, babe. Um <laughs> it's limited edition. Limited <laughs> edition. <laughs> she's talking about the seasonings and she's she's saying, but in our crazy calabrese lasagna. <laughs> we use red pepper flakes to give it this extra kick. And yeah. what they've done is they've taken a, like a classic of Italian food. Yeah. They've put a wrong ingredient in there to make it more put interesting. Put a great ingredient in there. Yeah. To make it more interesting, they've changed the recipe slightly in a way that's not going to really make that much of a difference. It'll make it palatable to smokers because right. we'll be able to taste it now. Yeah. But at the same time, it's still just like mid-range chain restaurant food, right? Yeah. I don't know. I've never had a crazy Calabrese lasagna. From Tuscan Grove. From Tuscan Grove. No, no, me neither. It it doesn't sound great. I think okay. the thing is, is that there's you've got a classic which is like mystery film or a, a, a rom com. And then you've tried <laughs> to where this analogy you, is you've going. tried to make it more interesting <laughs> and you've ended up with mid range chain restaurant right. food it's it's nice it's enjoyable you're gonna have a you're gonna have a nice time but at the end of the day that little bit addition of red pepper flakes doesn't make it better it's just slightly no, it frustrating because you, you wanted a lasagna it gives us it gives us that little kick that we all love <laughs> all right that's what it does that's oh. the cra- are you calling this crazy calabrese yeah this is crazy calabrese Fuck me all right that took a minute for the penny to drop there, buddy. I'm a little bit offended, but I'm a little bit impressed because I just I got lost in that little tangent and the tangent was you telling me what it is. All right. Yeah. Like, good for you, man. I, I I was nourished by this film. I had a good time, but I, I wouldn't order it again. You know, I wouldn't go to Tuscan Grove. Oh, yeah, yeah. Again. Okay, I see that. Like, yeah. I had a nice time. I'm glad I went. It was a family yeah. that, you know, 
Great. Okay. Nice time out with the family. I got to see an orgy. There was a pig stampede through a pig stampede. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. Watching watching a herd of pigs stampede through yeah. an orgy. I didn't know I wanted that in my life. Yeah, same. Dude, uh, I didn't realize that... Pornhub's a lot harder to search these days. <laughs> <laughs> I have some links. I'm joking, I Sausage don't. Sausage links. Um, oh, yeah. Nice. From a vegan. You gonna trust that? <laughs> you fucking foodie. This is why you're Fran. This is why you're Fran. It always comes back to, like, fucking high-end butchery. <laughs> Fran. Fine. <laughs> what about you? What? 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 what we, uh, I mean, is this is this high in your? Okay. Is this high yeah, in the bane of us? Dude, you were just talking about the pig stampede at the peak of this film when everyone is thinking that Dana is dead, the murders mm-hmm. are happening. Franz come round and he's being his sweet, lovable self, and he's like, "Holy shit, this is real! I believe you. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Let's fucking do this." Mm-hmm. And it just turns out that it's a, a group of pigs have knocked Dana out. They've made Deb look like a murderer, but of mm. course, she already looks like a murderer because. Her clothes and her like demeanor has become increasingly mental throughout yeah. the film. Yeah. Um, the thing that sticks out for me is the writing. Yes. So this is this this film is like scripted. Bain is known for his improv films, right? They they yeah. write an outline and then they let their players like go with it, and yeah. they always pick the fucking great people that are incredible at improv. Yes. Uh, John C. Riley, Molly Shannon, all those those are fucking insanely good. This one was like fully scripted, and you can you can see the difference in the humor yes so every word in this film mm. has a place and a purpose and not one ounce of it is like extra fat mm. every every single thing is planned out to a t yeah you've got jokes that are set up in the first couple of minutes of the film yep. that don't pay off until the very end of the film and that shit i live yeah you for do. that shit you man do. that's like that's I can't help it. That's me down it's to a team. It's that Edgar Wright vibe of like of just everything's a callback to something that you didn't even realize. I, exactly. Was a setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But then uh, that's where I get the rewatchability from. Every time I've watched this, I've noticed something like slightly new. I've got no doubt. It, every time I watch this, I'm going to get more out of it. I just don't know if I want to. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's the difference. Like, I, I'm more than happy to. I think there's a. I think in this film, the mystery and the comedy don't mix particularly well and i think the reason for that is because for me comedy is like confounding expectations right you set up what reality is you know what's happening and then the punchline comes and it confounds those expectations it's like a surprise it's like a violation of the rules that you've set up yeah yeah but then there's also because it's the mystery angle i'm there trying to figure out like what's going on and in order to yeah, figure yeah. out what's going on i need the rules to be consistent oh but because it's a I comedy see. film it keeps violating its rules you're a nerd <laughs> <laughs> god do you want to be cool and just break the rules every now and then rob god yeah but what- you need to be you need to be more deb Live a little. This is Europe, don't you know, Craig? <laughs> You're all being bitches. You're all being bitches. <laughs> but like, love that woman. It's a little bit like trying to do a Sudoku, right? Like I've never, I've no, I did, I tried one once, right? It was to do with numbers. I fucking love Sudoku. Right. Imagine I if, actually imagine if it. halfway through Sudoku, the rules of mm-hmm. Sudoku changed because they were having a funny joke, and you're like, 
but I was trying to figure out what where the numbers went, and they're like, no, 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 funny joke, funny so, joke. We changed it. There's actually an eight there now. And you're like, but there's three eights in that one. They're like, haha, funny, right? And you're like, yeah, kind of funny, but how do I do my puzzle now? And that was a little bit like this film. It's like the 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 comedy worked against the mystery, and the mystery worked against the comedy. Okay, that's that's a that's a fair assumption, and I'll I'll you know mm-hmm. respect it. I'll have to disagree with it because I think that because you love this film and and yeah no the more the way that I looked at it using your analogy if I was doing a Sudoku and then someone told me a joke I'd just be having a fun time you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, a, yeah yeah I think that's the that's the difference yes. I knew you I thought you were gonna struggle with this mm-hmm. but I don't feel like you've struggled with it anywhere near as much as I was expecting you no, to it was, like it I was, came in I came yeah. in here today thinking I'm gonna have to fight this corner <laughs> you know what I mean I'm gonna have to defend my fucking like do you know what you will have to defend sale. And you, the, this is unnecessarily mean because Ben Sinclair played Craig. Oh, I brought it back. Mention oh. Craig later. Do you see what you did there, though, yeah. mate? You set something up early in the episode and you brought it right back at the end. And do you know what that is for me? Perfection. I think the part of Craig was written for Brett Gelman. And when they couldn't get him, oh my God. they just That's... drafted any fucker in. <laughs> I tell you what, right? Brett and said, Gellman "Can you pretend the... to be Brett Gelman?" <laughs> I think Brett Gelman would have done this differently. I don't think necessarily better. I think it would have been different. But you are—that's the greatest <laughs> fucking observation. It's just that's like sin. the dad shorts and polo shirt and and hundred percent and sandals and just demeanor of Craig was the written for nineteen seventies yeah. pedo glasses. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. This part was written for Brett Gelman. Dude, that's so fucking clever. I didn't even I didn't even pick up on that. That's incredible. Also, enjoy clipping all the shots of Craig into one TikTok highlight for the fucking socials. <laughs> There's like six. <laughs> yeah. Good luck finding him. Like You're a welcome, shit TikTok. Wallet. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the same video three times. Have fun. <laughs> enjoy that one. <laughs> Fuck. All right. I'll have to see what I can do. We'll figure it out. What are you gonna rate right. it? So you'll uh Oh god! You I, put your bottle down and everything. I, like I got this. fingernails. Look, see. So I got. I got. You got fingernail. You still got a cubed finger tip. All right. So I can, nine point eight is my maximum. Right. Okay. Yeah. We, well, I've got the point two back on the left hand. That's grown back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, out of a total nine point eight, I'm yeah. gonna rate this a six point nine. Ooh, that's kind of that's higher than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. I, it's. Is there a reason that we're getting like that we're not rounding up and we're getting into decibels? Yeah. Decibels? Decimals. We can get into decibels if you want. I did sound for fifteen years. Top of the music oh, industry, yeah. mate. Do you want to do you I nearly just screamed at the top of my lungs then as well? <laughs> and then I was like, maybe <laughs> the listeners would love that. Maybe that's inconsiderate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Someone sitting on a bus with like the little earbuds in. Yeah, yeah. Throw in another bolognese, like, high frequency. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> bolognese. Yeah, you see? Ooh. Bolognese. ASMR. ASMR. You, you use white wine in a bolognese. Um, so you're giving this a 6.9. I'm giving this I'm a 6.9. I'm going to go in at a fucking 8 is what eight. I'm going in at. 8. Point four less than you gave Everything Everywhere All at Once. The most awarded film in history. Yes. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. okay. I, everything Everywhere All at Once is fantastic. Right. It's just a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like the, the mystery of that film is... Uh, what is this? Is it a comedy? Is it an action? Is it mm-hmm. sci-fi? Is it yes, yes, it is. Yeah, it is all of it. 
Yeah. And then this one is, is it rom-com? Is it comedy? Is it mystery? And no, like, it's yeah. none of those. Yeah, it's, it's, just it's an people, orgy. It's just people. It's an being, orgy that yeah, yeah. encapsulates every emotion and every sort of thing. Because orgies are—they sum up this genre. They're mysterious. They're romantic, probably. They're I don't just, know. They just work. It does seem like a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort. There's a lot of wet wipes involved. Oh god, the cleanup. Fuck no. There's a and there's a lot of like having to move around the room to avoid people asking that you don't want. Dude, to I ask. get exhausted cleaning up after myself. Do you know what I mean? Let alone fucking. Oh god, imagine slipping. You just you wouldn't know whether it was you, oh god no imagine no. the imagine the awkwardness of being at an orgy no, 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 everyone's no. naked and fucking and someone comes up and goes can we do it and you're like nah imagine the awkwardness of having to reject someone at an orgy it's like walking up to an automatic door and it not opening but there's yeah. plenty of people inside the <laughs> yeah. shop that have just seen you do that <laughs> yeah, so yeah, now yeah. you could never go back to that shop again yeah. in your entire life getting rejected yeah, at an orgy that, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ doing that with your cock out no <laughs> fucking way Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fuck that noise, man. I'm good. But but you made a good point. Everything, everywhere, all at once in this film share a lot. In the everything, everywhere, all at once is a genreless. This is genre salad, like this film is. Yeah. But the answer that everything, everywhere, all at once gives, which is yes, it's all of those things, is a yeah. fundamentally more satisfying outcome than this film, which for some. is which is. No, it's well, yeah, for some. For me, <laughs> is a, is a yeah, yeah, fundamentally yeah. more satisfying outcome than. No, it's none yeah. of those things, and you're an idiot for even thinking it. Why would you ever think this was a romance or a mystery? Because you fucking told me it was for 90 minutes, you prick. Yeah, more for, more for you. You should have... <laughs> all the signs were there, man. You lived that film as the characters. That's more uh, for you. And now yeah. you watch it second time through, and you're like, oh, how do I you, know these signs. So how would you rate the Baneverse, then? Ooh, Joshy. Mm-hmm. Horse Girl. Yep. Life After Beth. So far, I fully agree. Spin me round, yep. little hours. Yeah, hundred percent. That's ex- that's my exact ranking as well. I think the the difference is between those change, films. Though. Yeah, because you oh, raise yeah. you're razor thin margins yeah. for you, whereas for me, there's, there's yeah, you can't get a fucking you can't get a bee stick between right. those rank rankings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I watch fucking Life After Death now, it'll probably be my favorite for until I see my next Bayonet movie. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I could, yeah. You could park cars between yours, uh, I know. Yeah, yeah I, could get, I could get my deck in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yours are closer than mine. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Well, uh, that's all we have time for this week. Um, next no week, more Boehner. No more Boehner. It's the end of Boehner. Uh We're mm-hmm. going to come back with... Uh, well, we've got a couple surprises lined up. Then um, we do. We do. We're not going to tell you. We're going to. We're going to keep you in suspense. However, keep you guessing. If you enjoyed the show, please, pretty please, ice cream and cherry on top. This week, could you tell a friend about us to help us grow? Just uh, one, just, or four, or four. However just, generous like, you're feeling, just use your mouth words to explain our show to a friend who you think yeah. might like us. Share a post on your socials. We fucking share loads. Subscribe to those socials and maybe I did share one today, some. right? <laughs> uh, and if you're already subscribed, thank you. And let me reiterate: like every interaction really helps. Like a, a like is great, but a comment or a favorite, oh, that's even better. Ooh, and comments are great because we, we reply to every comment. So just comment on our shit. Comment on. I our mean, shit. you do. I, do. I lose interest after two or three. I'm not going to lie. I, my attention span is tiny, but. With that being said, even if you don't do any of that and you just listen to this show for free, 
that we put our heart and soul into and enjoy it and keep it all to yourself for free. Like, I'm going to quote Deb from Spin Me Round right now. Like a bunch of bitches. Just know. We love that, each like, and every one of you. <laughs> dearly. <laughs> This is a weird energy for you to be interrupting me, sir. Especially, especially a listener called uh, Ben, who ben, uh, who Hannah decorated his girlfriend Hannah's flat. Legends with the word "consume" on their notice board. Uh, I'm like very right appreciative, box. but I'm also and this is a weird with, energy with the word "consume." I'm not yelling at you. It's appreciation. I love you. Thank you. But also, bitches. Nailed it. I need to go to bed, man.